Hey, Feasters! Welcome to episode 261. One full year of AskRes episodes. Amazing! Thank you, Chris, for this episode where he came on and interviewed me. Let's dive in. Welcome to the AskRes podcast. I'm Jason, and I'm here to help you get past those bumps in the road, those struggles, those things that hold you back from building an amazing and profitable freelance business each and every single day. And I want to first thank you. Without you, the AskRes show would have never made it to episode 261. And 261 happens to be the number of weekdays in one full year, at least in the year of this, <laughs> in this podcast, rather. So thank you. I appreciate each and every one of you who has spent some time with me, listening to a show, sharing a show, asking a question, sharing a link. I am so grateful to you if you've done any of those things. Uh, this show would have never gotten to here without it. So uh, truly, truly thank you. And I am very grateful for all of you for that. So wonderful year, right? And today is the first time that I'm interviewed for the first time on my own show. Chris Bintliff is someone who I met through Twitter, but I consider a friend. Chris appeared on Live in the Feast in Season 4, Episode 3, and we'll link that up in the show notes. But we geeked out about marketing on that show and creating delight for customers. Uh, but not only that, if you want to know anything about home automation, he's the guy to talk to. All right. So hit him up on Twitter, Chris Bentliff, and thank him for this because during a conversation one day, Chris mentioned that if there was ever an opportunity in which I saw myself potentially being interviewed on any of my podcasts, he wanted it. Right. So for me, when the opportunity arose, there could no, there couldn't be any better day than this very special milestone episode of Ask Res. And I'll be honest, I had no idea what Chris was going to ask me. He could have asked me anything at all. The only constraint I said was just let's stay within a certain time. The rest was up to him. He rose to the occasion above and beyond the task. He asked me three amazing questions that I know you'll enjoy. So without further ado... Hey, Feasters, welcome. I'm excited, Chris, for this. I can't wait to hear the questions that you have for me. Um, so without further ado, let's just dive into it. Rez, here's, here's something that I think about, and I wonder what you think. Um, I think sometimes freelancers find themselves uh, in between jobs, right? So they, they're going to they're gonna do a nine-to-five thing, and something happens, and that gets disrupted. So I'm picking up the freelance thing. Sometimes that turns into a whole career or lifestyle, but other times it's like, I'm sweet. And now I'm, a new thing came up and I'm, I'm ready to dive into it. Other times the freelance thing is like a, uh, it's a, it's an after hours, it's a moonlighting thing, right? It's a, it's mm -hmm. a between the, between the nine to five. So I think of myself as a freelancer, but it's maybe, um, a supplement or maybe an auxiliary or ancillary, but then there's uh, freelancers for me with a capital F, which doesn't mean better, just means different. And this is their life. This mm -hmm. is, this is what they do. And I think those people, uh, find themselves unemployable. They, they couldn't possibly go work for somebody. Do you identify with that? And, uh, and how, how did you come into this 
so that whatever, however you identify, that's how you got here. What's your like origin story, Rez? Yeah, uh, great question. Um, yes, I definitely identify with the unemployable. Um, one of the reasons why I feel that way, one, I've been doing this now full time for a decade, almost a decade at this point. Um, and even at a very, very young age, I knew I just wanted time freedom. Like, hmm. you know, I, I remember the exact point at which I said to myself, it was 14. I was sitting on the floor as a stock boy in a fabric store, organizing zippers. Dude. Where I, <laughs> where, where I said to myself that, and I, I, I really loathed that job. Like I dreaded getting up in the morning knowing that I had to go to work. And I said to myself, I will never feel that way. Wow. And obviously at 14, I, you know, I have no idea what my life entails. Right. But like, I remember that point in, in my, in my history, so to speak. Um, and it was really because one, I wanted, if I'm going to be subjecting myself to huge chunks of time of my life, I want to be able to do it on my terms. And as I progressed in my career and the internet came too, because, you know, when I was 14, that was what, I was like 1989, 90 ish. <laughs> um, you know, that was pre-internet. So as the internet came to fruition, like, Hey, that's the opportunity. I could build a business of my own. I could, I have time freedom as an adult. I don't have to ask for permission to take off on a Tuesday afternoon because it's nice outside. Mm -hmm. Like I just wanted that freedom and flexibility. And obviously as I grew, grew up, um, you know, I wanted to be able to see my kids first steps and hear there's their first words. Obviously my priorities changed from when I was 14. I just really wanted to get up and play video games back then, but you know, now priorities change, but the unemployable aspect of it is, is that, you know, I have my own ideas and own opinions on client relationships, business management, those kind of things. And so my own personality, the way that I'm just a straight shooter, if I see something wrong, it's going to be hard for me to filter that out too often. Maybe the first time, maybe a second time. But if I see it a third and fourth time, then my voice is going to start coming out. Um, and not in a confrontational way, but it's like, hey, you think we should be doing it this way? Maybe, what What do you think about this instead? So that that kind of push and pull in my own head is like, one of those things that has gotten me into, let's say, conversations in the past when I was working full time, um, where I was basically told that, you know, I had to, yeah, here's your job description, right? So, yeah, I definitely identify with that capital F freelancer. I think that's interesting. I think sometimes people come into freelancing because they're, they're uniquely uh, equipped to do something and that thing is in demand and maybe they stumble into it on accident, you know, like, Oh, it turns out people hire me because I, whatever, I'm a, I, I'm a good interior designer and maybe I could turn a business into this thing. Like, like they sort of like accidentally back into it. And it sounds like you from a really early time were like, I'm not sure what it involves, but I know I'm going to do my own thing and mm -hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to embrace whatever opportunities come in uh, to do to do my own thing like that. So 
when you are thinking about whoever's listening right this second, wherever their station is in this in life or in their career, not everybody has such clarity, right? Mm -hmm. Either one way or the other. Not everybody says, I absolutely know I am not employable. I think you got to be in the game for a while to, to develop that sort of um, kind of uh, mindset and attitude and philosophy, but also confidence. Mm -hmm. And then others are thinking, um, look, I'm doing something on the side or I'm kind of intrigued or interested, but I'm, I'm not sure where I am, whatever. What advice can you, from where you are in your unique position, what advice can you give to those people, you know, in a, in a few sentences that helps them to embrace where they are and take whatever that next step might be for them. Yeah. I, I mean, I've had conversations, you know, face to face with people, you know, uh, that, that were in a space like that where they were doing the side hustle thing and, you know, the, the six to 3 AM, 6 PM to 3, 3 AM hustle. Um, and they asked me a very similar question and I, I said, look, if you enjoy what you're doing on the side hustle more so than the full-time hustle, then how do you flip the script? Like, what do you need to do to flip that? Right? Because I mean, you're dedicating your time each and every day to driving in a car or whatever it could be to get to your place of work that you don't really want to be there, but also there's this other thing that you do have a passion for and you know you're getting paid for, right? You can live off of. Figure what that, how to flip that coin, right? Like how do you flip that and just be super focused on doing that in the time that you have, right? Like, you know, don't obviously put yourself into the red or into a bad spot, but be super focused in, okay, look, if I give myself six months to do this thing, what do I need to, let's say, make to pay rent and bills at a bare minimum, right? Maybe I don't go on vacation for this year or whatever it could be, right? Like trim back the fat so that you can accomplish what you want to do and give yourself a deadline and hold yourself accountable or say it to somebody else to have them hold you accountable, right? So I would just do that. And that's what I did, right? Like I held myself accountable where I was, I said, at the start of the year in 2010, I said, by my birth date, which is September 20th, I want to leave my current position and do this for myself on my own. And so I gave myself the deadline and, and in August I did it and I got out before my birthday. So. I think, Rez, that's really interesting. And one of the things that, that you're talking about for me is discipline. And I think that that is a skill set that needs to be developed. And if, from where I sit is often undeveloped uh, in freelancers. So if we, if, we, if we go work for whatever, Stark Industries, we can look at, at uh, uh, an org chart and we can see where we fit on it and we can we can sort of chart a course to be, be promoted and we do certain things to get promoted or get the right attention or maybe get a raise or get a bonus if we, if we close X amount of business or we do some performance-minded thing, whatever. There are systems in place for us to grow. And so it's easy for uh, in an organization that kind of 
does that for you, that creates that structure for you, it's easy to uh, to see where you need to go to accomplish something and make that tangible and practical. Like, okay, in the next two quarters, I need to do this. And by in the next three years, I need to do this. In freelancing, it can be so shoot from the hip, and uh, which I think is the wrong way to go, and I know you do too. It can be so um, kind of, you know, in the moment that you don't develop those own internal systems and then hold yourself accountable to them or develop the discipline that's required to achieve something new. You're just in the moment. And I know mm -hmm. that's part of what the feast is all about is like you're in constant reaction mode. It's like, oh man, I got to get new clients so I can eat today. Instead of thinking in January about how many clients you're going to need in September and what you need to do to nurture that. In mm -hmm. the same way, Rez, um, What's your vision? So, so I can sit down and work at Stark Industries and they'll say to me, uh, where do you see yourself in five years? And I can be like, well, look, I want to be a manager at Stark Industries and design the new Iron Man suit. That's what I've really dreamed of my whole life. <laughs> so Rez, where are you in two or three or five years as, as a freelancer, a guy who's not going to go work for Stark Industries? Where do you see yourself? Where do you want to go? What success look for you? What does that look like? How I look at my life it has been in stages, right? So, you know, at, at 14, it was more of how do I want to get to where I have the time freedom, right? And then in when I was working full time in agencies and corporate life and things like that, it was like, how do I make this side hustle that I've got into a, a job, a business for myself so that I can have the time freedom to spend with family, right? Um, I literally, the day we drove home from the hospital after my son TJ was born, I looked at my wife and I said, uh, so now I, what do I do? Yeah. And, and like, she was like, wait, what? Like, I just gave birth. Right. Like, she gave me this look like, dude, how are you thinking about yourself right now? How do you not have that equation already figured out, man? <laughs> right? I just like, just in the, the whole context, like I, I laugh, at, you know, at this point, but I said to her, I said, well, I reached the goal. Like I'm, I built what I can do so that I can be home for TJ, right? Like, and, and do the things that for us and our family to live life and, and be, do what we want to do. So what do I do next? And, and she flat out said, well, make more money. Mm. <laughs> but, but for me, that was the moment in time, which I was like, I reached my goal. And like you said, a lot of freelancers and, or a lot of people that strike out on their own, whether it's on purpose or by chance, by accident, whether they were laid off or whatever, or they're in a transition between jobs or whatever it could be. That was my realization to say, look, if I'm just a guy in New York that figured it out or figured out how to build a life, you know, how build a business around the life that I want to live, let me try to help as many people out there that I, as I possibly can yeah. and do the same thing because there's nothing that's in my brain that's overly complex. And, you know, I mean, maybe if you talk to my wife, maybe there's some difference there, but um, there's nothing special in which I've done. I've just treated, to your point back at the beginning, treated a hobby like a business and I made it a business, right? Like when you do the passion projects and the side hustle and that kind of stuff, it often, it often starts out as a hobby. It's like, hey, <clears throat> I enjoy doing this. Um, but I can get paid for it. Right. So it just, there's no process. There's no systems. There's no discipline. So you start to get in those bad habits. You get 
you may get a job here and there by word of mouth and that's that's just a happenstance but when you want to use that hobby and make a life around that hobby you need to formalize some systems in business um, so that it is predictable you know in january what happens in september and things like that and so i try to you know three five years from now that's my focus like i'm i want to help as many freelancers accomplish what i did and as a benefit to that i want to have these days in which i essentially split time right so like a lot of a lot of days are waking up in the morning six o'clock sitting down at my desk uh, up until five mm. right um now i've started to structure my days where it's split right i work from 6 a.m to you know six to ten take a break and have lunch with my family maybe go do something spend time and then from two to five do more work mm. um that for me is a personal goal um i want to be able to have every day like that i want to be able to spend time as tj grows up and our seconds on due in may so as our family grows um there's going to be more opportunities that they're going to want my attention so i want to be able to give that attention when i can and that's how i want to structure my business and that's the next goal is if i can help other freelancers accomplish the thing that i did that will also allow me to do the things that i want to do personally that's awesome Riz. thank you i mean I, I think it's fantastic and there's a lot of freelancers out there that uh that learn and grow from from you and, and with you every day and uh and it's it's that's a great goal and um and i wish you the best and it'll be fun to be part of the journey as you're on it yeah thanks for this this was this was awesome i love those questions i I hadn't been asked those questions before, so that's always uh, a plus. And uh, yeah, thanks for your time, and I appreciate it. We'll do it again soon, man. Definitely. And if you have a question, ask Rez. That's me. Find me on Twitter, at Rez, or head on over to askrez.com. Find that Apply Now button, and you can ask me anything you want and get some free one-on-one coaching by coming on to the show. Not only that, will you get the support from myself and accountability from me, but you're also going to get that from the audience. And until next time, it's your time to live in the feast.